Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you too, Frankie. Are you wearing green? I, I happen to be wearing green, but it's like a it's like an army green. It's not like Irish green. I got like a dark forest green underneath my white shirt. Yeah. And it's not like the stereotypical green you expect for St. Patrick's Day. Right, yeah. You but, know what? I, I don't even have anything in that fucking color. I bought one shirt that was literally like a St. Patrick's Day shirt I got from Walmart from when I was an elementary school teacher. Yeah. Uh, just because like – are we dressed for the holidays? So like and over the course of five years at an elementary school, all of a sudden I have Christmas t-shirts. I have th Thanksgiving shit. I got the, the, the St. Patrick's day t-shirt, like just cause like, okay, it's the holiday and I'm in school. We're all going to, we, the teachers are going to dress silly. Cause it keeps we us teachers. in our minds, you know, like, so now I got all these holiday shirts that I like sentimentally like, and therefore they're just like folded in the corner. You can only wear once a year. Really? Right. So, but I realized as I was looking at this Irish flag that it's orange and white and green. It's not just mm -hmm. green. So no. I feel like white is just as representative as the, especially because it's like a like pale ass white country, white yeah. skinned, white on the flag. Like, uh, so like uh, I can also go with orange. I was thinking about going with orange. So represent <laughs> Oftentimes, when I would go out, I have bright orange shorts, and yeah. I would rock my bright orange shorts and a green T-shirt. One time, and admittedly, it was St. Patrick's Day, so I was very drunk. But one time, someone tried to explain to me that, like, the colors in the flag are somehow tied to the the war between the Catholics and the other Catholics. Yeah, that would make sense. Up there in the, the Northern Ireland. what I, I know nothing about that fucking situation, so I'm not going to – but, like – Somehow, whatever that conflict is, somehow the colors of the flag are like tied to a side. I guess All right. I don't know. I could be complete. It feels like bullshit as I'm saying it, but maybe it's true. Yeah, I mean, it feels pretty like something that would be historical, uh, uh, historically accurate to me. I'm not going to look it up. Sounds correct. <laughs> yeah, we're just we're just going to ratify it. It's yeah. it's law now. Amen. So yeah, St. Patrick's Day, that's pretty cool. Have you celebrated in any way? I know you're not doing anything in particular tonight, but like, uh, did you like, I, like for, for instance, I, I went to a St. Patrick's Day parade on Sunday. It was really fun. Uh, so have yeah. you shown any sort of celebratory uh, emotions towards this holiday? No, not really. You know what, man? Um, two things. First, Florida as a whole doesn't seem to give a shit about St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Here down in Tampa, in February, they got a celebration called Gasparilla, where that's there. Everybody parties out in the street day, and it's tied to pirates. So, like, there's a pirate ship that comes into the bay, and they pretend to take over, and everyone is dressed like a pirate, but there's beads and drinking. And, like, it's not unlike what St. Patrick's Day is up there. Yes. Yeah. That's thing one. Thing two, I don't have any fucking friends. So therefore, I got nobody to go spend St. Patrick's Day with. How do you just go to a bar? You find an Irish bar and you make friends. Everyone is your friend on St. Patrick's Day. Thing three, I don't like to drink. Eh, whatever. I don't, I don't like to drink. Well, then you find. I guess it's Florida. Well, then I'm good. I would then go to a weed smoking place and celebrate in a different green way. Dude, um, dude. Eh. I so, uh, like, honestly, man, it's just a thing. It's just one of the things that I've just like let fall to the wayside. And my life doesn't feel emptier as a result. Oh, it's no. not like I'm shitting on, on it. Like, if I were to have some friends <laughs> plans, I'm not. I'm just saying, like, these are the reasons for which I don't really care about it anymore. But I'm not like, fuck thing. Fuck. I keep wanting to call it Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm not like, fuck St. Patrick's Day. Like, it's a day. It's a great day. Oh, um, almost all my friends up north are Irish. Like, good for I them. I also noticed that down south, they didn't celebrate. When I was in Texas or Virginia, they didn't. St. Patrick's Day wasn't the thing. And so coming back here now, it's like exciting to remember how fucking big it is. Like every, I mean, it's the whole month. Long Island celebrates St. Patrick's Day for the whole month of March. There's a fucking parade going on somewhere. Yeah, the weekend. Bayport one and the Sable one and then the Montauk one. one. And, there's the yeah. Bayshore one. There's every town. <laughs> town. Yeah, you yeah. can you can celebrate St. Patrick's Day for like five to six weeks if you plan it out right. Absolutely. And I did that one year. Um, I did that one year. I went to the, uh, uh, I think it was Bayshore, Montauk, Patchogue, uh, not uh, Bayport, 
I don't even remember, but there's a bunch of them. <laughs> um, weekend. I went to the weekend. Montauk one. I went to the Montauk one one time, and by the time it was all said and done with, I was like, I'm never doing that again. Uh, I like the Montauk one. That was real good. We took the train out there, and then we just kind of like hitchhiked so, over to where it was. So the group of people I went with, we didn't go to the parade. They didn't want to go to the parade. So they put me on a train, dragged me out to Montauk. We walked right to a bar, and that was the bar that we stayed in the whole time. And then we went back to the train and went home. And so I got immediately bored with the whole situation, got totally blacked out drunk because that was my move. I hung out with this one group, and they were so fucking dull that I would just end up being blacked out um, every time I was around them. And then on the train ride home, all I remember is all the tough Long Island white kids that were like too drunk to function. And so all they could think of to do was almost fight each other and call each other the N word back and forth whilst like, you know, in that way that like that, like Long Island, I'm a fucking tough kid, but I'm really not. You know what I'm saying. I've met him. Do something, you know, like back and forth. And I'm like already hung over somewhere being like, I want to die. This is the train ride from hell. This day sucked. Like, so when I got back, I was like, don't, don't invite me to that shit anymore. I'm not going. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe different, different circumstances, different people, different thing. Have a blast. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that, that, that year. Nah. Well, St. Patrick's Day represent. <laughs> um, yeah. This won't come out till Tuesday, but uh, happy past St. Patrick's Day and future St. Patrick's Day to any listeners listening yeah. in. We have like 18, 19 listens on each episode so far. That's like not a bad number. That's decent. Like, I'm happy with that. that that's, a real, that's a real legit number. I know podcasters who have been making like horror themed or movie themed podcasts for 30, 40, 50, 100 episodes that get 100 listens or 200 listens. And so it would already be a tenth of the way to 200. Like, <laughs> what's cool about podcasts is no one knows. It's not like YouTube where everyone can see the view count. We're the only one that knows. Literally, it's almost impossible to know how big one is to a certain right. degree. Um, but yeah, like, the information gets put out. Yeah, unless you share it. Uh, but to start with 20 is really good and it's only going to grow from there. And so that's really cool. I'm excited about that. Yeah, that sounds great. I'm stoked. I was, you know, and like people ask me like, Hey, you know, like people keep asking and I'm surprised every time, but like in a good way. What do you mean? People keep asking. What do they ask? Like people keep asking me like how they can listen to it and whatnot. Yeah. And we keep it simple. You can listen to it on YouTube and Spotify. We have two locations. I got into a little beef over Spotify for the first time in a while just the other day with someone because I posted uh, one of the other podcasts I run. So I'm a part of three podcasts now, frankly, cross-streamed, and I help run a podcast called Comic Book Curious Podcast. And I, I posted in the Comic Book Curious Discord, here's the link to the new podcast on Spotify. And someone goes, sorry, I can't support Spotify anymore because they support uh sharing false medical information i was like oh, i was like oh i'm sorry i didn't realize this was still a thing i was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like and he's like well of course it's still a thing blah, blah 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 and i was like man i'm not trying to argue right now like, <laughs> like i was just trying to share my podcast i wasn't like, talking about joe rogan i wasn't talking about fucking anything else <laughs> good for you and your fucking high horse buddy yeah good for you and your fucking high horse and your like uh virtue signaling that's yeah. virtue signaling hey everybody you. look that guy over there cares about stuff yeah flowers no talking about anything no one was talking about controversy no one was talking about i was sharing something i did so he could have he didn't if he didn't want to listen to it all he had to do was say nothing nothing he, he literally didn't even have to be in the chat he could have just put the Bounce. phone down but he instead he came into the chat and he said sorry i can't i'm sorry i don't even want to hear you say that you're a fucking <laughs> dick <laughs> like i feel like the simple response to that is all right fuck you then and just yeah. leave it at that. Like, okay. That's pretty much what I, I mean, I, I, I was very diplomatic about it. I was like, and I told him, I was like, I, I was firm, but diplomatic. Just remember you then, sir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so that's the thing. Uh, I'm sorry. Your- I'm going to be loud for a minute. <laughs> yeah. 
what's good with you? What's good with your art? Have you finished your painting or any any? Uh, uh, been... You know what? I looked at it and something ain't right, and I haven't quite landed on it yet. So I'm like just kind of looking at it. I started because I got the break. I feel like I'm shouting. Um, because I got this break, I'm on spring break right now. Um, I started doing this thing. Steve wanted me to make a cigar case for him. Okay. So no small task has this been. And so I built a little foam uh, form, but you got to design it in reverse because you got to cast the mold and then you got to pour the resin into the mold. So, you need, so I built a foam form that was the reverse of what I wanted to make. And I made a rubber mold of that, which got a little fucky. Um, this is all stuff that I know how to do, but also stuff that I have not done in like fucking 10 years at least. Okay, so you got to so, re, re uh, Well, I'm kind of re, re it almost feels like I never did it. Yeah. You know? It's not like I was so expert at it when I did it. Like I did it a few times over a couple of years, you know. But uh, so you got to build the reverse in rubber, then peel it, flip it, and pour the resin. Now, I bought this dye to dye the resin like this jet black, but I guess it was not enough or too much resin, whatever. So it's like a gray color, but also I didn't mix enough. Okay. So um, I should have made more. And so like parts of it are sticking out that shouldn't be. And also, also, I forgot to hit the mold with the release agent before I poured the resin. So there's a chance that I have bonded A to B and we'll have to destroy the mold um, in the removing of this piece that I may or may not be able to use. If it's usable at all, I'm going to just like spray paint it the reflective black and make the best of it. But I really think I almost feel like I just need to do it all again anyway, just to make sure that like, okay, I worked the bugs out of the system on that one. Let's do it for real now. Mm -hmm. um, but oh my god, what it involves pain in the ass it all is. And like I like a challenge because you know I kind of blast through most stuff now. I'm just like whoosh, done. So the fact that this is making me have to use my old noodle noggin is like great on the one hand, but also if this isn't just a motherfucker and the smells of all these like, chemicals that I'm using. It, you know yeah i get that so that's my struggle and the shit's slow too like i poured this thing 12 hours before it's cured enough for me to take it out and look at it so now i just gotta kind of chill and hope until tomorrow yeah, so, yeah. right well, good sucks luck. yeah you know we'll see hopefully hope my, my big hope is that the mold somehow survives because then i can just i have enough resin to just mix a bigger batch and i'll go I already researched how to make it blacker better nice. so I can deal with that. Um, so ideally, I just want the mold to be okay once I pull the other piece out because that was a real bitch. And that rubber shit, like, I ain't washing it down the sink. So, like, each time I use a brush and the rubber hardens in between coats, like, that's garbage. Mm -hmm. so, like, I don't love that, you know? I know. I know that feeling. I've thrown out a lot of paintbrushes. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah we'll see what's going down with you man how's week on the farm and all that i ain't going to the farm this week uh yet i'll go there on friday but uh i guess my the, the the new thing i got going is my buddy released a movie uh uh Venge, uh fountain and the vengeful the vengeful one who wouldn't die wouldn't die I, I passed this by to you i told you to watch it at some point i think right maybe yeah. <laughs> maybe not but so his he, he just released the blu-ray two days ago it's been on tubi for like a month now um, he released the Blu-ray and he, he sent me the art of the Blu-ray early. And so I've had the art and I made a VHS copy of it, uh, that I'm like, uh, that I'm sending to him. I recorded the movie onto it. Nice. And so this is a one of one VHS. It's, this is the only one in the world that exists, but, but James has like a thousand copies of the Blu-ray for sale. And so I'm helping promote, I'm trying to help sell copies of the Blu-ray. We're going to do a watch along March 25th, next Friday. And he's going to give away a copy of the movie. Uh, so we'll have a, you know, hopefully we'll have a good turnout there. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's, that's what's going on with me trying to promote that movie, sending out this cool VHS copy of it. And, uh, and yeah. <laughs> cool. I like that 
I like that. I really like that you've like rediscovered uh, VHS. Yeah, dude. Doing things with that. That's fun. I want to, I like doing it. Like, so, so the idea, like, it'd be really cool. Like he, he ordered a thousand or more Blu-rays, but like, you know, we talk about the idea of possibly making more than one copy of the tape, but theoretically it's a present for him. Like if any, if he could ever, like if someone ever wants to buy a copy, I could make another one. Right. But, but so what were you going to say? Oh, uh, I was just going to, uh, sorry. Um, would a Blu-ray fit inside the VHS box? Because then you could at least make the dope ass packaging be, for maybe yeah Blu-ray. Like if the Blu-rays are small enough to fit in that box, yeah. then you could still make the VHS aesthetic happen. And yeah, but I mean, I'd rather just read. I mean, yeah, obviously, you could do both though. Like yeah. it's not binary. You don't have to pick one or the other. You could. Yeah, that's both. true. But so we'll talk about it as as it goes on. But just as to finish that idea is like. I, I think I might have said this to you in the past, whether it was on a show or maybe whatever, maybe I've never said it. I can make presents like this for anyone. Like, mm-hmm. like, like I could literally put a picture of my daughter on the front and like shots of my daughter and put a bunch of videos of her and make a tape and give it to my mom. And that would be like the coolest, like, you know, she, you know, she knows she grew up with tapes, just like we grew up with tapes. And so right. it's like a nostalgic little present. Like, oh my God, a VHS of Angela? Like, or I could do that for someone's wedding or like, like all sorts of things where like someone could just be like, this is a unique gift. It's, it's a piece of art because it's like a poster. It's, it's the cover. And then it's like, also it contains something within it. It has that video on it. That, although right. most people don't have a VCR. Yeah, I was going to say it's a, it's a great idea for a limited section of the world because yeah. if you give it to someone who has no way of getting a VCR, then I'll give them one of mine. I have four. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Touche salesman. I, uh, I I go to say I, I haven't bought one recently, but I was I was stacking them from the thrift stores anytime I'd find them for a little while. Nice. <laughs> yeah, for that exact reason, knowing that I, I wanted to have some for myself when one breaks, or like you know to give it to someone or whatever, because I was starting to get into tapes, and that's the complaint. When I sold all my tapes ten years ago or whatever, fifteen years ago, um, people would be coming. I was at a flea market booth, and they'd come into the flea market booth. They'd be like, "Oh, these movies are great, but I don't have a VCR." So what I do is that every morning I would run around the flea market and I'd buy all the VCRs and bring them back to my booth. And they'd be like, I don't have a VCR. I'd be like, yes, you do. Two tapes in a VCR, $10, you know? <laughs> that was a good deal, yeah. yo. <laughs> that's, a, that's a super good deal. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's brilliant, brilliant maneuvering right there. I would do social experiments. I was selling tie-dye shirts and shit. I'd be like, one shirt for seven, two for 15. One shirt for seven, two for 15. <laughs> People would be like, two for 15? Oh, let me get that. And then I'd be like, no, well, you understand the math is wrong, right? Like, <laughs> it should be two for 14. They're like, oh, you got me. Uh, really, it should be two for 13. Otherwise, it's not a deal at all. Yeah, I know. Well, exactly. <laughs> but it's just like that Carney Barker voice. It's just literally just saying yeah. anything to get their attention. Who wants to be lobotomized? Step yeah. right up. <laughs> I would. I'll do it. What did you say? Lobata what? <laughs> yeah. Giving away free appendectomies. Only $29.95. For the first one. Free appendectomy for $29.95. That's right. Second one is double the price. Yeah. There'll be a second one. <laughs> <laughs> so All right. Good. Well. All right, man. So that's good. So what's yeah. cooking, dude? We're going to look at this. Uh, we're going to check out some of these trailers. We're going to look at some Moon Knight action. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, We'll discuss in front of the audience what our future ideas are. We want to try and do like watch-alongs of sorts, uh, like full episodes or movies at a certain point. And so like, it'd be cool. Like, I think we could do it mystery science theater style. Like, here's the thing. I think if we find like a real cheesy horror movie that we kind of don't give a shit if we talk over a little bit, like that's the whole point of the mystery. Yeah, I I feel like my one concern is that my voice, your voice, and all the sound and audio coming from the fucking movie itself all intermingling. I feel like that could get chaotic. Yeah. I'm not really worried about like, Shh, you don't talk during the movie, bro. Like, I don't care about that. It could be, it could become chaotic, uh, but it's worth testing. <laughs> and, and so, and so, and so we'll, so here's the, the, the deal is we're going to start with trailers. We're going to see how it works. Like chit-chatting through them a little. Maybe we pause them. Maybe we just talk at the very end. Maybe if something crazy happens, we do talk through it. And then this is the test run. And then we're going to ideally move on to larger form content. Uh, yes. So, um, yeah, I, what I did is I brought up IMDb here uh, where they have a, a whole list 
of recent movie trailers. Bam. And so we can just take our pick. So did you watch the Miss Marvel one yet? No, I didn't. So uh, we'll watch Moon Knight 2. Uh, I could just search for it, I'm sure, although I'm sure it's somewhere here. Yeah, um, although this is all here and like watch a few and uh, and right, word. yeah, let's just pick. Yeah, go let's, with, go let's, with Ms. Marvel, it's right there. Let's do this top row. There's a whole top row, well, I mean, or a, a few yeah. from the top row, whichever. Yeah, that works. So first off, that was a sick Marvel intro. The place yeah. not bubble thought. Okay, so first off, I just want to say, I like that you said first off, and he did what high school. Kamala. Kamala. Another adventure shirt. Cute. She thinks I'm some kind of weirdo. You were weirdo. Boys. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> you're kind of on my shirt. Sorry. But you're staring out the window in your little fantasy land. I can't hear you well. Yeah, Come on. Hey. Yes. Already? Sir. Really? Come on. Like. Do I have to figure out my whole future before launch or is Maybe they're right. I spend too much time in fantasy land. That is not you. It's not really the brown girls from Jersey City who save the world. That's the fantasy too. Did something happen here? You know why? Did you hear something? Come on. What does it feel like? Cosmic. I always thought I wanted this kind of life, but I never imagined any of this. You know what you are. What do you think? Looks kind of like Scott Pilgrimy. It's like what? It's kind of Scott Pilgrimy. A very Scott Pilgrimy. Oh, what's the other started? Oh, the other what have you? Um, I don't know. I don't know much about Kamala Khan and Miss Marvel as a character. She kind of showed up as I had checked out. Um, Same. I'll give it a shot. I give it a fair shake. I like most things Marvel does. And if anything, my having absolutely no expectations for this because I don't even know what the fuck to expect will probably like give me a better blank slate to like just take it in for what it is. I find a lot of times with these comic book movies now, I have to watch it twice because I have to like get over my expectations that first go around. And then like the second time around, now that I know it's not the movie I had in my head, I'm able to like almost like fresh from the beginning take it in again and be like oh wait now these are all the cool stuff that i missed the first time around you know so we'll see i mean i'll give it a shot i yeah. hope it's it, it i i was a lot more excited for it than i thought i was gonna be after this trailer because i didn't expect i didn't know they were gonna, like i like the scott pilgrim stuff i like the comic bubbles i like the like uh teen drama coming of age feeling um uh i like the awkwardness of the character uh, and I love that they're already building legacy into the Marvel universe, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, because now we're already looking at the first, uh, not the first, I guess, but uh, between Captain America and Captain Marvel now, we're looking at them passing the torch to the next generation. Captain America is passing it to Sam Wilson. Uh, right. Captain Marvel is passing it to Miss Marvel. And uh, that's quick growth. That's amazing. And so... Here's something that I think as I watch these trailers and as these TV shows are released, it's not made for me. It's not made for me. This Ms. Marvel is not for me. It is right, for and, and and I'm still gonna enjoy it. I'm I'm like, you know what I mean? Like that's that we're not the target audience. I'm not the target audience, and that's fine. That's beautiful because yeah. I'm not supposed to be. Spider-Man is made for me. You yeah. know, like I am the target audience for Spider-Man, uh, but I don't have to be the target audience for Miss Marvel. And and you get those bitter comic book nerds, like the, the comic gate type people get angry over these types of characters like oh this is ruining you know my ideal comic experience no 
like hopefully it'll be good. Hopefully it'll be good in my opinion, but I'm sure it's going to be good in a lot of other people's opinions. A lot of people's opinions. So that's an interesting thing you touched on because I get that um, with the bitterness of the comic nerds and all that. But like my only axe to grind with, we'll call it like all this like inclusion and diversity and the way that everything is now for other people. Great. I wish that some of it was done smarter, you know, because like sometimes it's just like a beautiful story and like it just happens to be about a person who's different from you and those really work for me. But sometimes it's like they're hitting you over the head. It's like they made a movie about virtue signaling instead of a movie about something else. And so it's like, look, do you see what we're doing here? We're doing this thing and we're good people for doing it. Yeah. Like, well, and so well, like, here's an example in comics, just to like use a, a real world example. They turned Iceman gay in the X Men recently. Right, yeah, I saw those. Yeah, and like I got no problem, whatever. But like, if you want a gay character, just create a new gay character. Why? Like, I mean, I yeah. guess, I guess, I guess it's kind of like meaningful for like a character to come out years later or something. But yeah, it did seem kind of like forced, just kind of like, well, how can we add a gay character to the X Men? Let's just make Iceman gay. Yeah. Or but like, oh, we'll just. And they do that a lot. Oh, we'll just make Captain America black. Oh, we'll just make Thor a woman. Oh, we'll just make this and that and the other. Like, and it's like, you can't. I got kicked out of a Marvel group on Facebook, and I didn't even know why. And I had to fucking ask people, and it was because I dared to suggest that artists create new stuff because there's room for everybody to make new stuff. And my. I'm much more interested in hearing a, a, a conversation about diversity in the creators and allowing creators to create different shit and having that be than having it need to be that what they create is the thing. I guess if that makes sense, like, no. please make, okay. So let me try again. Like definitely, definitely make stories about gay characters, black characters, women, someone that checks all those boxes once. Absolutely. But like, create a new thing not because i don't want you to have my thing but because i want there to be both things you know yeah. i feel like there's always room for more new stuff 100 and, and you know and like with some of this stuff and the big example in the movies i really like captain marvel the the brie larson captain marvel movie to me was too much just smacking you over the head with it, you know, like at the yeah. end when the final battle happened and the, the song that they played was just a girl. Yeah. It's yeah. like, look, do you get it? She's just a girl. They're telling her she's just a girl. Like, I feel like in better storytellers, that same movie would have been much fucking better. Yeah, it would have been, you would have had the same feelings, but without the, like, without them explaining what feelings they want you to have. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't want you to tell me how to feel i want you to make a thing that makes me feel it mm-hmm. you know makes sense and like i'll i'll go with you on that adventure i went to go see captain marvel i'll go fucking watch this movie i will i went and saw black panther opening night just like it was any other movie and i dug it mm-hmm. but like black panther is a fucking great example of a movie that like got their messages out without like smacking you in the face with them yeah 100 percent. you yeah. know I thought, and I thought, like, this is the difference between, like, a good storyteller and a bad storyteller. So I hope that this was done by a good storyteller, and we're going to get, like, a fun teenage thing about a little girl coming into some powers and having some reverence for another thing, and not just look, you know? But I'm going to watch it either way. Say that again? But I'm going to watch it either way, and we'll see how it goes. Right. Uh, I will watch it either way as well. And, you know, I've liked pretty much every Marvel movie. So I'm sure I'm going to enjoy it at least, whether or not it's my favorite. Even the ones that aren't my favorite, I still like. They're still okay. House. What is this House of the Dragon? Have you ever heard of it? Yeah, it's a prequel series to the fucking Game of Thrones. Oh, that sounds dumb. Uh, yeah, I never got into Game of Thrones. Uh, you know what? It's seven seasons of really cool stuff and then an eighth season that is the equivalent of just like someone running from like 50 feet out and kicking you in the balls as hard as they possibly could. That's what I heard a lot of people say. They didn't they didn't seem to enjoy it. No, it was so dumb. I watched, the first, I watched the first three episodes. Uh, <laughs> I watched the first three episodes. 
That's the next trailer we're about to watch. What are we about to watch, bro? The new Into the Spider-Verse trailer. The new Into the Spider-Verse trailer. Yeah, right? Or the, uh, not Into the Spider-Verse, but, uh. Whatever, Across the Spider-Verse. Across the Spider-Verse, yeah. Oh. Let's go. I fucking love this movie. Right. Every time I'm leaving, you don't make it easy. No. We sacrifice. Miles. Miles. You got a minute? Oh, what? Gwen, how did she? How, how did you get? How have you been? That's a long story. Mm. Is this the room you grew up in? Uh, it, it is, but uh, my, my dorm room is very adult. Right. No, of course. Hey, are these your drawings? What? No, I'm no. Included. Oh. I missed you too. So, what are you doing here? I, I mean, I, I thought I'd never see you again. Want to get out of here? I'm grounded. Bummer. What? Is Spider-Man grounded? Uh, I mean, I... good so fucking good Dude. spider-man 2099 fucking you know some more spider gwen freaking uh. i'm sure they'll i'm sure they'll bring them all back from the first one the nick cage noir and the the Penny. the pig and the, yeah, like, yeah and then they'll just add yeah i like the spider-man 2099 made a comeback because none of the other 2099 characters really got reused they did like a couple of one shots recently to try and bring back some like Punisher and whatever. But for the most part, yeah, he's the only one that lasted. Yeah. Cause um, like I have maybe like the first 20 or so X-Men 2099s. I thought it was really good. Was and then it just died. And I was like, Oh, but, like it was, it was awesome because they didn't just do like, I don't know, a play on, like it wasn't like a Cyclops twenty ninety nine and a Beast twenty ninety nine. It was like just different mutants that were now the X Men. Right. So I was like, "This is rad." Yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. It was just a whole new team. You're right. I forgot about that. But uh, yeah, I'm into it. I think already you saw the visual style and how like frenetic it's going to be. How there's going to be different art styles for each yeah. universe. That's you know what? Cool. If a movie's gonna take three years to come out, you know it's good to see that there's some work put into it. Right, dude. So I bought this comic like uh, six years ago for twenty bucks. Nice. Um, it's the first time Miles and Gwen ever kiss in a comic, and uh, I remember I bought it and I was like, man, I was like, this is amazing. It's like two very popular characters, like a. It's an interracial couple that uh, it's like, uh, and I was like, if this, if this ever becomes like a cultural touchstone for like real life people, instead of just comic nerds, I was like, this comic's going to fucking be so valuable. And so uh, this is the variant cover. I have the regular cover as well, but this is the one in 25 variant. Uh, so I bought it for 20 bucks. It now sells for a thousand because look at what's happening. Like feet like that, like I, I, when I daydreamed this a few years ago, like it was a daydream. I couldn't imagine Miles and Spite and and Gwen being 
normal characters that kids and people that people know, regular people know, like, and that there's a whole movie that's about to blow the fuck up in a, a couple of months. And like, people, like, so like that, that was one of the best investments I've ever made in my entire life. <laughs> like out of anything, stocks, fucking, you know, like silver, like $20 to a thousand dollars in five years. That's fucking that's good. Turnaround, man. Way to have that forward thought. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so I'm extremely excited. For this movie say that so i said i really love that cover man it's so striking it's yeah the black the like the, the how like they both disappear into the background except for their like red and white it's a yeah. very good cover yeah it's really good so i am extremely excited for this movie because i love these characters like i love these characters i'm not like just into them as movie characters like i've been reading their stories for since they started like, nice. like, I, I mean, I, I, I was, I stopped, I dropped out of the comic game for a little bit, and then uh, I got back in about a year after Spider uh, Gwen had appeared, and her comic was selling for fifty bucks her first appearance, and I was like, oh, I felt like such a dummy because I had missed out on a few years, and so I bought it for fifty bucks. It sells for quite a bit more now, not this one we're looking at, but her first appearance, right? Um, and then I picked up the first few issues she was in, and I've just continually read them, and so uh, this is really cool. Like, it's amazing to me. Even before the first Into the Spider-Verse movie came out, I was looking at Miles like, I was like, there's no, because like the previous Sony Spider-Man movies had failed with Andrew Garfield. And uh, I don't think the, I guess the first Tom, Tom Holland Spider-Man had come out already, right? I don't know when you're talking about, honestly. So, but I, I was certain that Into the Spider-Verse was going to fail. Like I had, I, I did not think it was gonna be a hit. Like I was like, there's no way that the general public's gonna be into this Spider-Man movie with a Spider-Man they don't know, and, uh, well, and it blew up. It just, it, like, you you have no idea how excited I was. I was like beyond I mean, excited. So it didn't it didn't hurt that it was a phenomenal movie. Well, that's why people love it. It's because it's a phenomenal movie. <laughs> like I mean, to your point, I mean, like it if it was just a movie that showed up with Miles and Spider-Gwen. It would have had a fringe, but loyal following. And like, I still would have gone. But like, the fact is that that movie, that movie won an Oscar. Yeah. Like, I mean, the that animation movie, and the, the, even the story, the, the character, the everything. voice work, like the feeling behind every single ounce of that movie. You could, the, the like, Easter eggs to yeah. like comic culture and the history, like everything, everything. You could feel the love put into every, ounce of this movie it was all relevant and i fucking cried because this movie came out this was the last thing that stan lee did mm -hmm. and he was oh, no, dead he was dead by the time this hit theaters and like freshly dead right his his last in-person appearance was captain marvel where he was his on the bus in personal in-person appearance was captain marvel on the bus but th that it's movie spider-verse Spider came out after and came out after his death Gotcha. And so him behind the counter doing his thing, like I welled up a little bit. I was like, holy shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you go, I remember what you're talking about. It, oh. it always fits eventually. Like, <laughs> yeah, one of the masks, right? That's funny. Yeah. I was like, man, this is the last Stan Lee thing. Like, there's no more. And then there were a couple more because he popped up in Endgame um, and some other things that happened after the fact, but like those had all been stock. Or made already, I guess. I don't know. But I know that he had just freshly died after Spider-Verse. So maybe it wasn't the last one. Maybe it was just the first one after his death. Yeah. And that, and that made it all that more yeah. emotional. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, man. The movie was beautiful. Around, and, the time, around the time I bought that comic, I was just showing you that black cover comic. I was right. like, I, I was just getting back into comics. Like I said, I met my buddy George, who I used to record a podcast with, and I, I would have conversations with him about the idea of Stanley dying. I'd be like, man, he's so old. He can't last forever. I just can't even, I don't know what I'm going to do when he dies. Like, and uh, so it was like, I was like, it was like very sadly anticipating that for like a couple yeah, of years. Once his wife died, yeah, I knew that that was like the timer being started, like, or the hourglass getting flipped. Cause like it just it happens that way a lot. Like two people have been married for sixty years or whatever crazy amount of time it was that they were together. One of them goes, the other one follows shortly behind. So I was like, "That's it, Stan's woman's gone." Like he's shortly, shortly gonna follow. Yeah, and he and he did. It was like a year later. 
You saw when they tried to me to him towards the end there, they tried to make him look out to be like a pervert. Did you yeah. see any of those stories? I did. I didn't click on any of them because I didn't want to give it like I didn't want to give it the click. Yeah, you didn't click. I, I'm pretty sure I read a few just to like and I was like I was like this they're like he's like he says perverted things to his nurses. I was like, he's fucking senile. Like <laughs> ninety eight <laughs> years old. He doesn't know what you yeah. know. You're lucky he's like like get the hell out of here. You're not there's nothing you could say short of like, you know, clearly there's things you could say, but there's very little you could say about Stanley that would legitimately make me think he was like a me too movement type candidate. But yeah. they were trying to do it to him and I was like get out of here. <laughs> yeah, but I think the whole world kind of collectively went like you can't have this one. Like Yeah, you can't yeah, no. You can have Louis CK, you can have you can have fucking a lot of them, but you cannot have Stanley. Yeah, you can't. Sorry. You can't. Just like trying to say like you can't have it's like trying to like cancel Mickey Mouse. Right? You Mickey fucking Mouse, Mickey Mouse is a total perv. Right? Bigger <laughs> perv than Stanley ever was. Hundred percent. Yeah. So alrighty, let's watch this Moon Knight trailer, oh, talk about God. that, and then start wrapping things up so I could go drink. Let's do that. <laughs> I can't tell the difference between my waking life and dreams. It must be very difficult to voice in my mind, in your head. There's chaos in you. Embrace it. That was short. Disney was is hardly bad. just a man. I'm so fucking, I'm so hyped up for that one. So this is what it is. That's made for us. Like, yeah. Miss Marvel is made for teen, tweens. Yeah. Moon Knight is made for psychotic maniacs. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not saying, like, white males, like like Spider-Man. This is made for, Moon Knight's made for crazy people. Yeah, Moon Knight's going to be for any race or age or fucking, and Moon Knight's going to be for you. <laughs> as yeah. long as you're crazy. Yeah, fucking A. And it's about time that we got representation as not right, jobs. Right? Black people have representation. Women have representation. Muslim people have representation. Where's the crazy people representation? Where is the fucking maniac representation? Because <laughs> Joker's not it. Because I don't ever want to no. actually be that kind exactly. of Exactly. Because that's a, that's, that's, that's a, I don't know the right word for that. Because that's not a crazy person. That's a, like a, an anarchist. That's, that's the anarchist. Uh, he's, just, he's a bad guy. He's a villain. He's a villain. Yeah. Moon Knight's a crazy person, but he's a good guy. Exactly. A heroic crazy person. The heroic psycho. We don't have that. Now we and do. so for folks who don't know, he's schizophrenic. He's a character who has voices in his head. He, he Multiple he, he, personalities. Multiple personalities, and he claims to get his powers from some Egyptian god. Contru, um, the moon Contru. god. And so this movie, this TV show, I feel like could be very like memento-ish, very like fight club-ish, where it's like it's going to fuck with your head. And, like, you're not going to know what's real at times. Just like he's not going to know what's real at times. Have you ever seen any other movies where people have DID? Dissociative disorder? Uh, no. Woman. Uh, uh, personalities, whatever the fuck they call it. Yeah. Because, like, anytime they do that, it always works out. There's a show called United States of Terror where Tony Collette plays someone. She's got, like, five or six different personalities she cycles through. It's awesome. It's so crazy oh. anyway. And now to put this whole hallucinatory superhero bend to it, like this is gonna be madness. Right. Well, the M Night movie, the M Night movie, the sequel to Unbreakable. What the hell is it called again? Oh, Split. Split. Yeah, that's no, amazing. James with James McAvoy, you just said. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he fucking killed it with multiple personalities. He like on a flip, just, like his, flip. His, his his like face would change like a little twitch, and you'd be like, "Well, there's the new character." Like, yep. And so I feel like an Oscar Isaac is definitely another like really awesome actor who's going to do great things with this. Like, I feel like he doesn't just appear in stuff, you know? Yeah. Like some actors like, Oh, well, yeah, of course he's doing it. He'll do anything. Yeah, like, fucking, guy, he only appears in like, like stuff of worth. So, yeah. So this yeah. looks like it's going to be really, really like, it's going to be, I feel like personally for me, it's going to be what brings me back in. Because I haven't watched a single Marvel show since WandaVision. Really? Oh, I missed Loki. I missed What If. I missed them all. I kind of just don't have time for shows. I didn't, see, I, didn't, I, see, I didn't see Eternals. I didn't see Shang-Chi. I saw Spider-Man because there's no way I'm not going to go see Spider-Man. Right. But I missed, I missed like the, a whole 
a whole and, and and this is coming from someone who saw all of phase three on thursday nights everything mm -hmm. from doctor strange the first doctor strange to avengers endgame i saw on an opening night and and now like suddenly because of covid and because of life i just like lost interest for a bit yeah. but now i feel like i feel like moon knight might be that kick in the ass to get like really deeply embedded into it again fair enough so shang chi is worth watching for sure because it's marvel doing crouching tiger hidden dragon yeah i mean that's um, yeah Black Widow is good. Oh, I didn't see Black Widow either. Fuck. Black you. Widow is Black Widow. I had to watch. Black Widow is one of those movies I had to watch twice. Okay. And second go around, I realized that they made a Jason Bourne movie yeah. where Natasha was Jason Bourne. That's and cool. once I wrapped my head around that, all of a sudden I was like, this movie's the balls. <sighs> it's awesome. They stepped it down from aliens and crazy shit to just like again, like a spy yeah. thing. But then also the the chemistry between her and the actress that they got to play Yelena, awesome. And Yelena kind of steals the show, honestly. Nice. Um, so that's worth seeing. Fuck the Eternals. Yeah, I like it. You know Great. what, man? That, that movie had nine or ten different very interesting plot threads in it. Uh -huh. But because there were nine or ten of them, we didn't follow any of them. Yeah. So like there were so many interesting things that if they had just like picked one of those or hell two to three of them, <laughs> like these are our story threads. We will follow them to a satisfying conclusion. It'd been great, but they just kept shoveling more shit into the bag. Mm -hmm. And also it was very boring. <laughs> um, there, it was just like at a pace and like a, everybody's going to talk in kind of a reverent hushed tone about That's how i imagined it was gonna be <laughs> um so that one fuck it the what if is cool um falcon and winter soldier i liked falcon and winter soldier is cool because the deep cuts they go to fucking madripoor mm. um and they go to the princess bar nice well i was like scanning the background i was like come on just let me see a little short dude yeah. where is he you don't gotta say him by name but no no nope. um, WandaVision was cool. Loki, I could have lived without. I liked Hawkeye. Oh, I didn't even remember there was a Hawkeye show. Yeah, it just came out. It came out during Christmas. So yeah, there's, there's a lot going on. But <laughs> it was cool, you know. And Hawkeye brought in Kate Bishop. Uh -huh. and Hawkeye brought in um, Kingpin. Nice. But, like, Vincent D'Onofrio. So, like, Hawkeye technically was the first movie to tie in the Netflix shows because – Spider-Man was supposed to premiere beforehand, but since it premiered after mm -hmm. with Daredevil, Hawkeye sprung that shit first. Yep. Um, and now Netflix put all, all the Netflix series are on Disney Plus now too. That's recently and, they moved over. Yeah. Did you see those? I watched all those. Yeah. I was that was the time period of my life when I did have a lot of time, and I <laughs> was very excited for those shows. Yeah, those were great. Right. So I think, I think something we learned today is we definitely can't talk through videos. Uh, I couldn't hear you when we tried to. So here's an idea is I think uh, uh, if we're going to do things where we watch something is that we literally, if we're going to do a, a half hour episode, we just get together we watch the episode and then the show is us talking about it afterwards. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're, so we're not, we, won't even, we won't even record us watching it. We'll just watch right. it. So instead of reactions, we do reviews. Yeah. I guess. Well, because that's the difference, right? You say it like that, I don't like it, though. <laughs> you know, but, like, everything's got a name, right? Yeah. It's around what things are called as much as we're trying not to put each other in a box. So then we can but, do – I'd rather do reactions, though, if, if we're right. choosing one or the other. Well, I mean, I suppose if we do it right away, mm -hmm. like, we can watch the thing, conclude, go live immediately, mm -hmm. and then be like – because then it's a little bit of both, right? Because we're – we're reacting, reacting to, a, to what we just saw. I, I feel like a review is thought out. It's like, like it's uh, there's like structure to it. There's notes and such. There's notes. You like really, you probably rewatch it to fresh out, flesh out your ideas. A reaction yeah. is like your initial reaction. Like here's our initial reaction at the now. very end. We haven't even thought about it. We're so hyped. We just finished it. You know, like let's go. Yeah. So I think that that's the that's the way. Yeah. I think you're right because then it doesn't screw with anything. And it's like, uh, you know, it is what it is. And that's kind of like, you ever listen to Fat Man on Batman? Yeah, I love Fat Man on Batman. So, yeah, that's kind of like what they do, you know? 
they very rarely watch the shit live. They talk about it at length afterwards. Except for with them, it's always thought out and planned instead of, um, yeah. you know, Kevin Smith always got his notes. But yeah, we don't need notes. We could just kind of blast off the top. Yeah, and we, if if you care to, we could take some notes throughout the episode. So Moon Knight yeah. premieres March thirtieth. That's next week. That's two Wednesdays from now. So so we Wednesday. record on the thirty first. So right. so I mean we want. I guess what we could plan is next week we'll just come up with another theme. We'll just have a regular episode next week, and then the following week will be the day after the release of Moon Knight. So we get together, we watch Moon Knight, and we react. Right. Yeah. I'm into it, and we'll just stave off watching Moon Knight for a day. Yeah, which I love doing. Yeah. <laughs> or we can record early. We can record on Wednesday. We'll figure out what our schedules look like, and if we can do it on Wednesday, and we'll just do it on Wednesday. And if not, we wait a day, and then we do it on Thursday. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably just wait anyway. <laughs> uh, but so with that, uh, those are some pretty good trailers. I'm excited for all three of those movies. Yeah, I'm yeah. into it. Right. Although, I'll be honest with you. Oh, now I remember. Okay. Miss Marvel. No, I, I remember the first one. And I remember what we just did, but I forgot what we'd done in the middle for a second. Spider Man and Moon Knight. Yeah. Yeah, we went all Marvel. There's like, I, I saw a Flash trailer as I was scrolling. And yeah, you know what? I saw Obi Wan. Obi Wan. I, I saw some other stuff. I felt like just stick with the theme. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll, you know, once we went down that rabbit hole anyway, it all just made sense. Yeah. So I'm going to head out. To Brickhouse Brewery to watch Kill Kenny Bastards, a sick Irish theme band. Have I've a heard beer. Of what was that? I've heard of them. They are sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My friend Damien's in it. My friend Steve Catterman is in it. So I'm going to go hang out with them uh, and enjoy a little bit St. Patrick's Day evening. Uh, I hope you enjoy your time at home, even though you're not going out. Right. I'm probably going to go DoorDash, try and make a quick buck. Oh, that's right. That's right. Make some money. Profit off of everybody else's good time. So, frankly, it's been a, a wonderful time talking to you. No, frankly, it's been the best. <laughs> right. And uh, uh, we will see all of y'all next week. Yes, sir. Deuces.